Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and, I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we are continuing on with our book club series, and we're currently reading Michaela Loach's book, It's Not That Radical. And today, we're talking about the actual action we can take. Michaela says, there is an assumption that climate disasters will happen all at once, that everything will fall apart on one specific day, collapsing in some ground zero D-Day apocalypse. The thought of this impending and approaching doom is scary. So either we avoid thinking about it because it feels inevitable and overwhelming, or we leap towards isolationism and individualism in anticipation of the day when we must abandon our connections to each other because everyone is out for themselves as we fight our neighbors for food and water. But this is the idea we have been sold of disaster, one of separation. We need to tell a different story, one of coming together, one of a better world that is possible. In order to tell that story and make it a reality, we must challenge absolutely everything which leads us into this apocalyptic conclusion. To do that, we have to challenge capitalism. And Michaela goes on to confirm how daunting of a project that can feel. But by sharing an accessible summary of the different elements of capitalism and the climate conversation, We can feel more equipped with tools to feel more confident and understanding and getting on with anti-capitalist action that doesn't just lean into the same individualism we've been taught. And I bring this up because I wanted to share an example of a Q&A in which Michaela was asked, what can consumers do to stop the climate crisis? 
And her response was this. You are not just a consumer. We are citizens. We're not just what we are made to be under capitalism. We are not limited by that. We are so much more. Consumers cannot stop climate change because capitalism is not compatible with a climate-just world. But active citizens can. Movements can. We can. But we have to get comfortable challenging and disrupting these systems rather than limiting our power and our actions to those within it. And I find this is a trap I often get sucked into, buying into false solutions to the climate crisis. As Michaela puts so pointedly, she says capitalism has this insidious habit of burrowing inside us and even making us believe liberation is a commodity. And damn if that ain't the truth. I feel like every revolution has been co-opted by capitalism at some point, but as somebody who has invested into reusable straws and more products to make me more eco-conscious and green, it does make sense that that would not feel like a rewarding solution, because fighting overconsumption with more consumption just doesn't really work. And as much as that used to make me feel hopeless, I understand now that that's part of the process. They're hoping that everyone who gives a shit will wear themselves out by buying into the problem more with the distractions they're selling. As Michaela says, under capitalism, the aim of the economy is simply to create as much profit as possible. And therefore, it is essential to extract as much value as possible from people and from ecosystems in order to feed the accumulation of capital. But this is how we get things like planned obsolescence, which is the reality that anything made, including things that we need, is deliberately made to break so that consumers are forced to buy a replacement. And under a capitalist system, that makes perfect sense. If I'm a car manufacturer and I make my car so good it'll last forever, then I can only sell so many cars. But if I sell a car that breaks down after the warranty, I can keep my business going forever. It's why you have to upgrade your phone even though it still works, and it's why shit isn't built like it used to be. And again, I won't read all of the examples and wonderful evidence Michaela puts into this section, but I will skip ahead to this because it made me feel so much better. She says, Capitalism is younger than almost all major religions. It's organized around, dependent on, and requiring perpetual growth. It's the first and only intrinsically expansionary system. If it doesn't grow, it collapses. It has to grow by 3% every year, doubling the global economy every 20 years. But this is in complete contradiction to a finite planet, with boundaries and finite resources. And as we know, our capitalist system is pretty dark. We have a for-profit healthcare system, a for-profit prison system, and inherently, capitalism depends on patriarchy, racism, and ableism. It thrives on hierarchy. It requires inequity, but the reason it works is because it requires systems of oppression to inhibit unity of the working class. Race was just invented to create division between the oppressed people and prevent the unity between us, but it always comes back to the elite ruling class, oppressing people to different extents, to validate this idea that the division is inescapable. But we need to blame this lack of unity with the capitalist class. They benefit from our division. And they propagate these ideas and resist anything that challenges them because they're scared of the power of unity against them. Because they know damn well that if we build a coalition between the labor and the climate movements, 
we will build a coalition strong enough to tackle these companies and economic systems profiting from them. And it's heavily resisted for a reason, because the ruling class understands that a united global majority, strong unions, coalition, and general strikes have the power to take them down. And I want to challenge the notion that we can't change the system. But I'll do so by quoting the incredible sci-fi author Ursula Le Guin, who says, We live in capitalism. Its power seems inescapable. But so did the divine right of kings. Any human power can be resisted and changed by human beings. Resistance and change often begin in art, and very often in our art, the art of words. Continue challenging capitalism. Even if we don't have a set solution now, it's not that one can't be formed together through awareness and discussion and hopeful advocacy. But as we get through this book together, I'm starting to realize just how powerful and effective it can be to reframe your perspective on something. Because yeah, it is overwhelming and scary and intense. But it's also a lot less scary and overwhelming and intense when we don't focus so hard on the scary, overwhelming intensity of it. Anyway, I hope you're getting as much from this book as I am. I've been really enjoying it so far. I love y'all so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.